0: I'll be joined by my wonderful co host Kim and special guest Jenna Labe. You
1: can register at slash challenge for a fantastic learning experience. That's slash challenge. Now, on to
0: the show. Hey, fellow mathematicians, welcome to the podcast where math is figureoutable. I'm Pam and I'm Kim. And we're here to suggest that Mathematizing is not about mimicking or rote memorizing, but it's about thinking and reasoning, about creating and using mental relationships. We are all about empowering teachers and students. We answer the question, if not algorithms, then what? All right, Kim, so two weeks ago, we talked about the connection between fractions, decimals, and percents in episode 19. And then last week, we were playing with percentages in episode 20, and we had such a ball mm-hmm. doing that, and we had great response from our listeners that we decided to have this week's episode be focused on playing with percentages part two, mm-hmm. continued, because percents are figure outable. One of our listeners, Kim Axtell, sent us this email this week. Just wanted to share that I totally just found 24% of 88 with my head and without paper or calculator and pretty quickly. Thanks. (laughs) Great, Kim. So super glad to hear from that Kim about how she learned um, from our episode last week about playing with percentages. Let's play some more.
1: Um, Actually, we also heard from one of your journey members, Kathy Campbell, And she said, I don't want to give it away, but as I'm listening to the questions you're asking each other, I hear the second to last question. And I predicted that you were going to make a connection to a previous question and discuss a possible strategy, but you left me hanging. (laughs) And then you closed the podcast with make a comment if you figured out our favorite strategy. And I figured out what you were up to. So (sighs) that was fun to hear from Kathy. Um, So just like last week, today we're going to actually do some math. So if you're right now uh, going on a walk or you're, you know, on the elliptical, we think you'll be able to hang with us. But if you can grab a piece of paper and something to write with, maybe just have your finger ready on pause so that you can uh, do some math with us.
0: All right. So last week we talked through a bunch of percent problems, Mm -hmm. but they were actually all the same type. So this week we're going to work with all three types. So in a percent problem, there are three values involved. There's the total, there's the percentage, and then there's the part, the, the the sort of part of the total that you're finding. So if um, we talk about three different kinds of percent problems, it's because one of those parts is missing. So one of the values is missing, and those are the three different kind of ways that we can ask about percent problems. The first type is all about finding the pr- Percent of a number. So if we start with the total, then we find the percent of it. And we talked about these last week. Like for example, finding twelve percent of fifty or fifty percent of twelve. We did that last week. And forty-five percent of ten or ten percent of forty-five. So those were some of the problems we did last week. Let's do a couple more like those in case you didn't get a chance to listen last week, or you just want to have more opportunities to build some percent sense. All right, Kim. So you ready? You're on first. Sure. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Eighty. Excuse me. Eighteen percent of twenty. What is 18% of 20%? I want to hear what you're thinking.
1: Okay, okay. So here's what I'm thinking. If I need to find 18% of a number, any number, I could find 10% of that number and 5% of that number and 3% of that number by finding 1% scale up to 3%. But but for this one, I'm thinking 18% of a number. Oh, I could also find 20% and then back up. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to find 20% of 20 and what is that? Four, 20% of 20 is four. But then to find 8%, I've got to go back 2% to get to
0: that. Okay. The I'm going to, I'm actually going to back you up just a minute. How do you know what 20% of 20 is? So 20% of 20 is uh that's a fifth, 20% of a fifth. So
1: if I want to think about 20 divided by five, then that's four.
0: Gotcha. Okay. So 20% of 20 is four. And how's mm-hmm. that going to help you find 18%?
1: So 20, if I know 20%, then I can back up 2% ah, to get okay. to the 18%. And since I already know 20%, then 2% is really nice because I can just scale down from 20% to
0: 2%. Ah, because it's like divided by 10. Okay. Right,
1: right, right. So, so if 20% was 4, then 2% is just going to be 4 tenths or 0. 0.4. Nice. So that's just 3.6. So 18% of 20 is 3.6.
0: Because you went back 2% from 20% mm-hmm. and 4 subtract 4 tenths is 3 and 6 tenths. Nice. All right, cool. Totally, totally uh figure outable. Excellent. And that's what mathematicians do, right? So you just heard Kim have one attack where she could have found 10%, 5%, and 3%. Um, and, and that's a way to get 18%. But for this particular problem, she's like, actually, I'm gonna go ahead and find 20% and back up 2%. And mathematicians do that. They think, they decide on a course of action, they rethink, and then they might choose which mm-hmm. one like feels the best to work with that day. Very cool. Right.
1: Okay. You ready for one? Yes. Okay. All right. What if you were asked 20%
0: of 18? 20% of 18. Okay. So my plan of attack is going to be to find 10% of 18 okay. and then double it to get 20%. Okay. So 10% of 18 is one and eight tenths or 1.8. Okay. 10% of 18, 1.8, but I want 20%. So 20% is double 10%. So I need to double that one and eight tenths or that, that 1.8. And so double 18, I know is 36. So double one and eight tenths would be three and six tenths or 3.6. Nice. Yeah. Well, okay, well cool.
1: done. So the first type of percents problem is finding a percentage of a number, like eighteen percent of twenty or twenty percent of eighteen. So Pam, if that's the first type of percentage problems, let's talk about another one.
0: Okay. So we could also think about, and uh, the first type is finding percents of a number. We could also find the percentage. So if we're given the total and we're given the part, that we could find out what the percentage is. Or if we're giving the part and the percentage, then we could find the total. So let's work first on the part where I'm going to ask you for the percentage. We don't know the percent at this time. Okay. So like if I were to say, <clears throat> we're going to start with 20 and I said, hey, 20 is what percent of 20? Okay, <laughs> Let me wrap my head around for just a second. 20
1: is what percent of 20? That's just going to be 100%.
0: Yeah, because 20 is 100% of itself, right? right? right. Twenty okay. okay, very good. Okay. 10 is what percent of 20? 10 is just half of 20. So that's going to be 50%. So 10 is 50% of 20. Very nice. Okay, good. Okay. What about 5? Five? 5 is what percent of 20? 5 is what percent of 20? So 5 is going to be
1: 25% of 20. So 10, right, 10 was 50%. So five is just half that. So that's going to be 25% of 20.
0: Cool. And another way you can think of that is five is a quarter of 20, right? It's 20 divided by four is five and a quarter is 25%. Okay, cool. Okay. Ready? We're still, still focusing on 20 here. Okay. 15 is what percent of 20?
1: Nice. So five was a quarter of 20. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So 15 is going to be three quarters of 20 or 75%.
0: Nice. Okay, cool. So 15 is three quarters of 20 or, or 75%. Right. I'm back in I'm back in fractions. So we want <laughs> to stay percents today. Okay, cool. All right. So staying with that whole of 20, that total of 20, okay. one, the number one is what percent of 20? Dun, dun, dun. One. We just said 10 was 50% of mm-hmm. 20.
1: Mm-hmm. So I'm going to, I'm going to scale down. So t- if 10 was 50%, then one is just going to be 5%
0: of 20. Mm, Interesting. You got any other ways of thinking about that? Yeah,
1: actually I was thinking about, I was just talking about, um, coins with my son the other day. And so I know that there are 20 nickels and there's a relationship for me about 20. And a dollar. And a dollar. dollar. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, I could also think about if we said five is 25%, then you could scale down by five. Oh, nice. So, So five is 25%. Then one would be 25% divided by five. So that's 5%.
0: Ah, very cool. Very cool. I like the nickel one. That's really cool. One out of the 20 nickels would be five, like five cents or 5%. Cool. All right. So, um, how about two, two is what percent of 20? Oh, good. I'm glad you just asked me about one percent or one. So (laughs) one is
1: 5%. So then two would just be double that 10%.
0: Cool. You got any other ways of thinking about that? Two, 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 two. What else have you asked me?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. So 100% is 20. You just <laughs> have to me 20. So scale down a 10th of that. So a 10th of
0: 100% would be 10%. Nice. Very cool. Now- We use some numbers here that are pretty reasonable, pretty figure outable. But we can get pickier. We could get into some gnarlier, uglier numbers, but probably not on a podcast. Like we would have to. um, I would want to use a percent bar where I would put the information down that we know, and then I would chunk things and write Mm -hmm. other things I can figure out. And I can get really uh, into some pretty gnarly. solving problems, either the first type that we just did or that we did today, or the finding the percentage either way, um, if we wanted to get a little pickier, um, but we would just want to use relationships like we just did. Um, and we would just have to, you know, keep going and, um, get a little bit more precise. All right, cool. Can I ask you some? Uh, yep. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. Okay. All right. So
1: let's, uh, let's work with the number 12. You gave me 20. We'll do 12. Okay. Um, so six is what percent of 12?
0: All right. So six is half of 12. So it's 50%. So six right. is 50% of 12.
1: Yep. Good job. What about three? Three is what percent of
0: 12? Okay. So three is a fourth of 12. That's one way to think of it. So that's 25%. But it's also half of the six we just had. And six was 50%. So three is half of 50%. Three is half of six. So half of 50% is 25%. So three is 25% of 12. Excellent. Excellent. All right, let me go with
1: 1.5. 1. 1.5 5. 1. 5 is what percent of 12?
0: Whoa. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> you big meanie. Okay, hang on. So if three was 25% and one and a half is half of three, then I want half of 25% and that's 12 and a half percent. Okay. Yeah. So, th- so one and a half, 1.5 is 12 and a half percent of 12. Woo. Nice. Okay, Rido. one more,
1: one more. Let's go <laughs> okay. with uh, okay. 4.5. 4.5 is what percent of 12?
0: Kim! Okay, <laughs> I can do this. You can do it. Okay, so we already know that three was a quarter of 12 and one and a half was 12. And a, it's almost like I feel like I'm dealing with eighths here because that 12 and a half percent is like one eighth. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's just sort of feeling like it. So once I add the three and the one and a half to get four and a half, I'm thinking about 25% and 12 and percent. That's 37 and percent. Yeah. I'm definitely thinking in eights here. That's interesting. So 4.5 is 37 and percent of 12, or it's also three eights of 12. If you want to go that direction.
1: Ah, well done. Eh, Very you, good. You. All right. Let's talk about <laughs> that third type of percent problems.
0: Right. Okay. So the third type the one we haven't talked about yet is where the total is unknown. So we know the part, We know the percentage, but we don't know the total and these might be the most challenging for me. Okay. Give me an example. Let's see if I can, if I can handle it. You can do it. it You can do it. All All right. right. So let's use 20 again. Okay. What if I say 20 is a hundred percent of what number? We don't know the total. 20 is the part, it's a hundred percent of what number? 20.
1: Okay. That one's good. 20 is a hundred percent of 20.
0: Cause it's just itself, right? Right. 20 is a hundred percent of itself. Okay, cool. Uh, you thought these are going to be hard. 20 is 50% of what number?
1: 20 is 50% of 40. So 20 is just half of 40. I got it. Okay.
0: Okay, cool. So 20 is 40. Yep, good. That works. Okay. 20 is 10% of what number? 20 is 10% of
1: 200. I can just scale up times 10. So...
0: Yeah. 20 is 10% of 200. Because if you've got, if you know, 20 is 10% of a number, that number has got to be much bigger than 20, right? Right. Like you said, it's going to have to be 10 times bigger because we're talking about 10%. Cool. So 20 is 10% of 200. 20 is 5% of what number? Ooh, it's going to be a pretty sizable number. So 20 is 5%.
1: So I want to go from 5% to 100%. So I'm mm-hmm. going to scale up times 20. So 20 is times 20, 20 is 5% of 400.
0: Because 5% of 400, you could think about that. That's 20. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. All right. See, these are too bad, right? Not bad. All right. Could you, you describe what was going on in your head a little bit with these a little differently? Um, yeah. So so
1: I actually thought about that last problem two ways. So I had already said that 20 is 50% of 40. Mm-hmm. So now there's a relationship between 50% and 5%.
0: Ah.
1: So I have a 10th of the percent. So I need 10 times greater of a number.
0: <laughs> that blows my mind just a little bit. <laughs> so, if, so if 20 is 50% of 40, then you're thinking 20 is 5% of a much bigger number. Right. How much bigger? 10% bigger. Right. So ten per 10 times 40 is 400. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool, cool. Okay, you want to go. All right, bring it on. Okay, I'm
1: going to ask you the same questions, but I'm going to give you a crunchier number. Okay. Of course. course. (laughs) All right. So let's do. We did twelve last time. Let's do twelve again.
0: All right. right, Twelve is a
1: hundred percent of what?
0: That's easy. Twelve is a hundred percent of twelve. Okay. You
1: can do this. Twelve is fifty percent of what?
0: So twelve is fifty percent of something. It's half of something. So twelve is half of twenty-four. So twelve is fifty percent of twenty-four. Okay.
1: Twelve is ten percent of what?
0: Okay. If 12 is 10% of a number, then the number's big and it's going to be 10 times bigger. Right. And so 12 times 10 is 120. So 12 is 10% of 120 because now I'm going to think the other direction. If I have 120 and I want 10% of it, yeah, that's 12. Okay.
1: Yep. All right. What is, um, 12 is 5% of what?
0: Okay, so this is gonna be a bigger number because if 12 is 5%, then 12 is 5%. It's 5% of this big number, right? Because it's just 12. Mm-hmm. 12 is just 5%. 5% is like. So I could do a couple things. Um, I'm actually tempted to say if 12 is 5%, then I know that double that, 24, is 10%. And so if 24 is 10%, then I can multiply that by 10. And so that's 240. So 12 is 5% of 240. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's one way. And then I'm going to try your strategy because this is not as natural for me. I know that 5% is like a nickel and there's 20 nickels in a dollar. So I could, if 12 is 5%, then I could scale the 12 up by 20. Mm -hmm. So I could do 12 times 20. And since 12 times 2 is 24, 12 times 20 would be 240. So nice. 12 is 5% 240, right? That's right. your strategy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, bam.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm going to actually give you one more.
0: Thanks a lot. Uh
1: huh. 12.
0: <laughs> no, I like it. I like it. Playing is good. Playing yes, is good. It is
1: good. 12 is 150% of what?
0: Wow. That okay. is. We haven't done any that are over 100. I guess no. it's time that we did 100%. Okay. Good. All right. So. 12 is 150%. So this is different than all the other ones we've yep. done in this last little bit, because now if 12 is 150% of something, it's bigger than the sort of total. It's bigger than the referent that we're referring to. So 12 is like three halves. That's kind of actually how I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it like three halves is 150% is like 50%, 50%, 50%. So mm-hmm. it's like it's like three parts of the original, and so if I cut twelve into those three parts, that's like four is the part. But I want, I want two of those parts to get the whole hundred mm-hmm. percent. I don't know if that's making any sense. And so eight. So twelve is a hundred and fifty percent of eight. Nice. Yes.
1: Yeah. How, do you think about that that way? I did actually. I was following you because it's exactly what I was thinking about.
0: Okay. All right. Cool. Because if I've if a hundred percent of 8 is 8, then 150% of 8 would be another half of it, which is 12. So yeah, 12 is 150%. So I just kind of went backwards to sort of check and make sure that we're we're good. Okay, cool. So this is interesting, right? Because traditionally, typically, if you look at a typical textbook or a traditional classroom, we tend to see teachers kind of use only one way of thinking about percent problems. Um, and I, I typically see two main sort of one ways of thinking about percent problems. One way is that teachers will say, if it's a percent problem, set up a proportion, put the part over the whole equals the percent over a hundred and then cross multiply divide. And you can solve for the part that's missing. And so what happens is kids like do the same thing every time. Mm-hmm. All they have to do is figure out, do I have the part? Do I have the whole? Do I have the percent? Put it in where it goes and then solve for the missing thing by using kind of multiplicative reasoning, cross and divide, or hopefully at least multiplicative reasoning, or maybe not even that if they're using an algorithm or a calculator at that point. But, but my point is they sort of do the same thing every time. That's one traditional way. Another traditional way is that they turn the percent problem into an equation. This is a typical algebra kind of solution. Uh, maybe the, per, the proportion one might be a typical middle school kind of solution. But uh, the same thing happens if as soon as I turn it into an equation, then I kind of put write everything down like X times the percent equals the total or something like that. And then I kind of solve for the missing part and I use equation solving techniques to solve for the missing part. But I'm kind of doing the same thing every time again. I'm putting in what I know and then I'm sort of solving for what I don't know. What I'm not doing is actually making my brain think and reason about the percents right. i'm either translating it into a proportion or i'm translating it into a an equation and then I'm, I'm I'm solving the same way every time what i'm not doing is really thinking about what what do i know and how does that relate to how do these how do the pieces relate to each other so i can figure out the missing part and then that actually like makes my brain be able to handle more and more complex relationships right. So it's an interesting. This is a perfect moment for us to think about what we're advocating in math education that's different from traditional. Because traditional says just do this one way and do it the same way every time and practice it until it kind of gets this this uh, like uh, go to. And I've got this like and people call that sometimes procedural fluency and and that's not so much what we're interested in. Do I want students to be fluent? Absolutely, but. But I really want them to be fluent in thinking and reasoning and using relationships. I want their heads to get their brains to get more, um, to be able to handle more and more sophisticated things or, or. By the time we get them in later math, all we can do is say, oh, well, your brain isn't ready to handle all the sophisticated stuff, so we better just give you rules and stuff to mimic and procedures to, to follow all the steps because that's all they can handle. And we don't want that, right? We want to build brains. We want to empower people to be able to think and reason using what they know, and then they can handle more and more crankier problems. All right, so let's recap a little bit. There are three types of percent problems that we mentioned today. One is where the part is unknown one where the percent is unknown and one where the totals unknown every time ask yourself what you know and then use friendly friendly relationships to solve for what you don't know
1: so much fun today hey don't forget to uh join us on math Stratchat on your favorite social media on wednesday evenings thank you guys so much for the five star ratings on apple podcast we have loved reading comments and we really appreciate you posting them.
0: So, if you're interested to learn more math and you want to help students become mathematicians where they mathematize their world, then the Math is Figure Outable podcast is for you because math is figure outable. Thank you for listening and making math more figure outable. To learn even more, make sure you
1: register for our free challenge at com slash challenge. You are not going to want to miss the evenings of May 15th through 17th, starting at 7 p.m. Central.
0: Math teaching, math teaching, go register now. That's com slash challenge. Join us to make math more and more figureoutable. And if you can't join live, register and we'll send you access to the recordings. We'll see you there.